Should I change this is outfits? The future. Too? Yeah, take it off. I'm change outfits. Just I'm going do yours in a tank top. top. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Thank God my shit know. is freshly cut up. Pressed to my death. My shit is freshly. Oh, we fucking, My shit is for this is the tank top. Tank top New Year. <laughs> tank top Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's tanky twos. Tanky twos. <laughs> Shut up. Um, Thank you, ooh, dude. Neil Brennan, he gets shredded up. People Damn. don't like it. People and don't believe be it. And be with the muscles. Um, I put some toner here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I put shade in my arms. Um, uh, okay, so happy. It's New Year's Eve. Uh, it's January 31st, 2019. It's when we were, or, yeah, yeah, December 31st, 2019. Fucking, here we are. <laughs> we're fucking podcasting. Uh, burning the midnight oil people for can't you guys. stop us people love it you love it i love it and here we are okay so feel, i i tweeted this recently and it's got a lot of um it got a lot of responses so i said that so it's the end of the year and you see all these end of year lists and i tweeted the fact that critics write the best of 2019 mm. and not my favorites of 2019 is insane why who cares because their best is a different word than favorite best is absolute right and it's objectively. like definitive objectively this is the best <laughs> and it. uh where's my favorite you go it's your favorite right and then but people go well it's a it's inherently implied in reviews that it's um the that best. this is all subjective and it's like no it's not it isn't. It's implied that this is that all of these people think that their opinion is law, or else they wouldn't do it. <laughs> it's kind of arrogant. It's incredibly arrogant. <laughs> they wouldn't do it if they didn't believe that their opinion was law. Yeah, like they wouldn't. They they believe that their most people believe that their opinion is correct. Yeah, they just do. It's the human condition. So they and I said and so the funny thing was, a bunch of critics got a little like ha huh, ha, and it's like. First of all, let me point out the irony. You're not accepting criticism very well, <laughs> you guy. Bitch. I made one fucking you mild bitch. observation, and you're like, "Well, so what do you?" Someone got tried to insult my intelligence. Like, what they say? So you think so? We have so readers aren't smart enough to know that it's an opinion. I'm like, doesn't say opinion. It says review. The op-ed <laughs> piece is is uh, the op-ed section is a. Um, it's got opinion in the title um, or editorial in the title. Right. That was one guy. Uh, and then cause, and then another critic was like, well, yeah, it is sort of inherent that we believe that this is the objective best. He admitted it. Uh, yeah. And the guy was like, well, what do you want me to do? It was like, I don't want you to do anything. I just think it's fucking insane. Like, like and then another guy uh, was like, yeah, it would be like comedians – not saying I'm I'm just joking after every joke is insane. And it's like, no, that's not a one-to-one -one there, buddy. Because uh, we're in a comedy club. Mm. You're in a newspaper. You're in a, on a website that is all mostly yeah. news that's facts. And then this thing... It's like if you're reading something because fact, 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 you're not going to go opinion. You're going <laughs> to, unless it says opinion. So I just think they should use more uh, constructs like for my money, as far as I'm concerned, 
I'm biased toward, I love a thing. Uh-huh. What did you read? Because you read something that you don't agree with. We're on, look, Three Mics was on a bunch of, on all those lists. Like, we made a best of the year. We made I a know. bunch of best of the years. Like, I just don't think best is the right term. I just think it's it not. It makes you, it's just like. Even eh. when I'm on it, I'm like, I'm not the best. Like, I, 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 it's your opinion. Right. Um, <laughs> even when you're on it, you're like. Even when you're, yes, Hold I on. can't take the good reviews right. seriously and the bad reviews as garbage. Like, right. it's just, you can't, I just think it's a silly, like, the and the guy pointed out, like, editors wouldn't let us say our favorite. The one we were on, though, the one yeah. that you sent me, that one was more every, each nomination it was, categorized. was by, yeah, it was by a different person. I think it was one. Yeah, I can't remember. Like different categories. Yeah, every, different, I like, like when there's was, a bunch of reviewers. Yeah, I like yeah, the yeah. New York Times will have best of, and then it's Manola Dargis, and then it's another reviewer, and like that's then you go, oh yeah, this is that person's their favorite. best. Yeah, versus that person's best, which is that I completely get. It's also like the amount of of uh, of just stunting that they're doing. Well, there was one end of what the best movies do? of the decade. Uh, now it's on crack because everyone's doing decade and decade. And there was one <laughs> in, I think it was in the times where I hadn't even heard of most of them. It's like, all right, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you see it. You see all the movies. I don't know what to tell you. Like you, I want to see the, that list. The, uh, you don't, you haven't heard of them. You haven't heard of these movies. So you watch a lot of movies. no, I know you do, but apparently <laughs> not full time as a reviewer. So, okay. um, yeah, it's just so, oh, it's such a snobby flex. It's just that, and the amount of reviewers like, um, and then Jesse Fox, his buddy of mine, who's the reviewer for Vulture, was like, Neil, you should read. You know, I, I, you know, I think about this a lot. What, what? and just how tr- problematic reviews are, and he was like, but you should look at my Sandler ranking, and I'm like, Jesse, You're part of the problem. <laughs> I don't. I have my own Sandler ranking. <laughs> Why do I care what yours is, Jesse? Jesse, I think my opinion <laughs> is more valuable than yours when it comes to comedy. I don't care right. what I don't read anyone's comedy. Like I don't care. I know what my list is, and that's I. But I would suggest that my list is more informed when it comes to comedy than other people's lists. Right. And my, I would suggest that my opinion when it comes to uh, uh, Sandler movies is more informed <laughs> than other people. Now I feel like I'm taking even. By the way, even by taking on critics in this mild way by a word choice, they right. are going to be predisposed to give me a bad review for my new show because they're all going to be like, which is another one of those bias. What things. new show? The show I'm going to start in April in New York. The one with. The show, the, the, the stand-up show. Don't say nothing. I'm not saying nothing. Um, a new theatrical stand-up show. So, because I'm nothing if not theatrical. <laughs> um, so even just by like, I had a guy give me give a, a amazing review to Three Mics when it was on, uh, in the theater, and then I didn't do an interview with him. And then when he did the year end list, I wasn't on it. <laughs> and it's like. This is fucking by. Bi- it's just biased. They're biased, and they act like they're not. It's like they don't. They. It's very personal. 
Oh, it's, it's very personal, personal. And it's political and it's who helped One me. guy I wouldn't give an, Dave, uh, an interview for Dave would never puts me on lists. Like, sorry, man. I'm not, I'm not like, sorry. I get it. But it's personal. It's personal and it's, and it's uh, bias. Well, I remember the Chris Kardashian or Chris Jenner, whatever the fuck her name is, the mother uh-huh. had a show and it did a six week, like a summer run. Uh-huh. At the same time, the real did, and then um, you know they figure out the the ratings, ratings, critics, whatever. Yep. And one critic wrote a scathing review of her talk show, mm-hmm. and so she's and this to me is like this is not a specific thing she did randomly. This is not an outlier uh, behavior. She sent her a Tiffany's and Company silver pen and wrote, "Hey, saw your review." Hopefully you can write a nicer one with yeah. this pen. And then she put all of that out there. Be like, you cannot buy me, bitch. Yeah, you can. You absolutely can buy them. You, you can. can. You can. This one in particular. She fucked with the wrong right. one. She thinks you can't. But yeah. N- again, you that think? reviewer tells herself that you can't. But as I said last week, who are you going to be nicer to? Granny 500 or Granny $5? You're going to be some... nicer to the people that are nicer to you. Sure, You're but there's gonna... some people who take their job like. Yes, but judges give harsher sentences before lunch than they do after lunch. So fucked up. Uh, yes, and they act like, well, not me. That's the other judge. No, motherfucker, it's all of us. <laughs> We're Night all court, biased. Please. We're all easy to influence. We're all impressionable. Just you can't act like you're not. Yeah. So... I'm not saying they have to caveat every piece they do. I'm just saying, like, let's let's let's, let's, let's bring like, it down. Let's, that, yeah. uh, you know, I got to give notes to people all the time, and I always say, like, again, one person's opinion, but blank. Right. Again, this is my bias, my taste, my da 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 da. Um. So yeah, but it got like three thousand fa- <laughs> a lot of three thousand retweet, like. People were, and critics were like, well, be like comedian. Okay, buddy, you seem a little offensive. One word. I criticize one word. 3,000 retweets means someone else agrees. Yeah. Um, Or one of the the metrics. So, yeah, it was a lot of like... uh, That's so funny. Yeah, but I, but Who then if I Neil say to Jesse, no, I say to Jesse, Jesse, why think about Jesse? Jesse, I know Sandler. I've known him since nineteen ninety. Since Happy Gilmore. Why do I care what your list is? <laughs> I know. Why? And I've written movies. Half Baked, same produce. Like he when Half Baked came when the trailer for this is again how old I am when the Wedding Singer trailer was out, Sandler said, keep that weed movie away from my trailer. Like, fucking know. Like, I, you know. That's really funny. Yeah, like, I went to the Wedding Singer premiere. Like, fucking, I'm old. And I'm biased. Right. I'm biased. So, like, stop. Jesse. Not, again, not Jesse in particular. The proverbial Jesse. I don't, you know, it takes a lot for me to, I discount everyone's opinion i can you know what i mean or like unless you make an incredibly good point i'm Mm. like i'm i know my opinion and then i'll go like okay there are times where i'll be on the phone with rock and i'll be screaming over him and i'll be like 
And I'll think like, this guy was my hero at one point. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> what, what, what? No, no, no. Well, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, this is the thing I've been meaning to talk about, Swoosh. Um, what are we what are we doing with the Aquafina and Lily Singh? <laughs> Meaning What do we do with them? What do you do when someone's doing a minstrel show minstrel but they're not or white? Minstrel? minstrel. What's that? That's blackface. <laughs> um what do you do when someone's doing like, yo, no so, one's and ready. they're not white. No one wants but to talk about But they're not black. But they're not white. But also, they're not black. <laughs> no one wants to talk about non-white people doing Being that shit. It's 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 a it's too the the mathematics are too complicated. It's like, uh, but uh, you were oppressed, but right. Not but in it's the same a different way. strain, more class. It's wealth. and you wore. I think Aquafina did grow up poor in Queens, and did grow up. I know, with, but it's so. I know. It's so blackfacey. Yeah. What's the law about? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I, like that's like Asian. That's like yellow face. She doesn't do yellow face. Oh, that was a black. That was a black. Oh, that was her. What you talking about? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. But it's she's like better the at it way, than I am. It's like a deli owner in a black neighborhood. You know when they end up like talking. A Korean deli owner ends up yelling at the black people in black slang. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Hey, where they'd be like, "You get the fuck out of here." Oh, like, Neil, no, no, no. Not, yeah, yeah, that what was my, fuck? that was, I'm doing a, well, no, I can do an Asian person doing a black person. <laughs> I'm not, that's not my impression of black people. That's my impression of a <laughs> Korean person doing an impression of a black person. This is so funny. Um, so what do we do? Uh, apparently nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing anything. And I don't. I'm not mad either. I they have no. Neither of them have any effect on my existence whatsoever. Is there's a there's a cringe level with both of them for me at least. I really yeah. tried to watch Lily's show. Uh, I think you can kind of get away with a lot if you're really funny. Mm-hmm. Aquafina's charming. I think Lily's charming, but they're they're both yeah they're both like really like charming, charismatic. Cute, charismatic. I'm not saying but, they're not charismatic. I'm not saying they're not talented. I'm just saying no, but they're doing blackface. If if Lily, I'm not saying Al Jolson wasn't talented. <laughs> if, wait, who? The first guy to do the the first oh, the mainstream one that white black heard it. And no, it actually it. wasn't that. It's a guy. It was the next generation. Oh, it was the next generation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Lily's show was. Uh, belly laughing can't breathe funny and everyone loved it would anyone give a fuck no. i don't think anyone gives a fuck anyway because it's on a well, 130 that's a different thing you're right no. i don't think no. anyone gives a fuck but I, I just i wonder are we going easy on them because they're women yeah. and we're going easy and on them they're minorities they're yeah yes we are like and i don't know if it's a proximity thing i don't know if it's like you hang out with enough black it, again i don't know what the origin of it is of their blackface um but something tells me aquafina is comes by it more honestly than lily singh yeah um well it's, also uh, uh, lily singh is basically doing ali g <laughs> lily lily singh is i'm going to start calling her sally g yeah, because like she's doing. Yeah, she's doing 
But you know Allie G mean? was amazing. Allie G. Black dudes never really fuck with Allie G. The thing is, Allie G was a. And it was outsourced. So it, it wasn't was a, as weird. Yes. But it's also like, yeah, but you're still doing it. But he was not. He was he doing He was doing phases. what I just did. The Korean person right. doing it. And it's like, well, you didn't like it when I did it. No. And no one would. He would not want anybody to. A non, like a non-Israeli guy doing some like bad caricature. As I said, if I were Kazakhstani, when I saw Sasha Baron Cohen, <laughs> it's on site. It's on site. I'm fucking you up. On, I'm asking questions later. <laughs> I'm fucking you up on site because you did more damage to those Isn't people. Kazakhstani, but so I believe if Ali G was homegrown a little bit more now, I feel like he's American enough. But at the time. You he know, was doing. He was making. He was. Fun it was of a British, British guy, people, like a rude who boy. loved hip hop, right? Who loved like Caribbean hip hop shit. So, yeah. a British working class. So but he was. Uh, he was kind of playing a wigger. Yes. So. I don't like, know. Is Malibu's most wanted blackface? <laughs> I never saw it, but <laughs> yeah, you I'm, did. I didn't. Did you go? To I'm premiere? too old. No, I, no. That's what I mean. Like I know fucking Nick, and I don't know. I just was like, I was doing a, I was doing a black TV show. I'm not going to be like, what's their take <laughs> on black culture? I don't give a shit. Um. So, uh, so yeah, I never saw. It. But I'm saying, but they're you know, whatever. No, Jamie forever. Um, right. So but, uh, no, I do think there's a little, there's a little privilege going on. Yeah. There. Um. But if it's white, it better be good. White people have, I mean, you can't, that's why he could get away with it, Elegy. The so best example funny. is Robert Downey Jr. I, I I, think a lot of people were uh, still a little like, what the, how did that happen? <laughs> I know, but they didn't do anything. They didn't, <laughs> do, didn't anything. do anything. What do you, I mean, they didn't, yeah. I mean, Black, that's a fucking great movie, and that it's performance so is fucking great. It's so funny. Yeah. I think that was the last acceptable Blackface. Yeah. Yes. Where we all laughed. Che, Michael Che had the best uh, observation, which is, he said, uh, Iggy Azalea is a <laughs> white Australian woman doing a black American accent. So she's basically Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> which is like, yeah, that's exactly what she is. But yeah, so Robert Downey Jr. fucking, that was shit was hilarious. Yeah, and no one brings it up. No one's yeah. like, "Well, what about motherfucker?" It's like that's I what don't I mean. Know. It was really funny. If yeah. the quality is really high, yeah, yeah, kind of can get away. if everyone's laughing. Yes. Well, um, all things considered, I don't know if black people lo- were like everyone I know loved Ali. Yeah, of course, but Ali G and it was an age thing. It was an age thing because I remember watching Older Ali G and people. being like, uh, <laughs> I was you know doing Chappelle show, so I was. I was basically a five percenter at that point. Right. I was like, uh, I don't, I don't love it. Oh, Borat, I love. Yeah, Borat's because that's the kind of racism it can be. <laughs> but that racism, I didn't like. Um, speaking of, uh, so we've rendered zero uh, opinion on Lily Singh and um, and uh, and and. What is your name? opinion? Did we know? What do you mean rendered zero? I don't know. We just, I just said, what are we doing? <laughs> oh yeah, so. I'm not a canceler. To no, me, no, no. it's just not great comedy. But I'm saying, like, I'm not going to no. boycott. Then again, I think Aquafina would bomb a little bit more if she had a talk show. Lily isn't really I acting, I think the, you know? the thing to do, 
if you can stand by your thing, go to a black black environment. Go to black crowd. Go to black crowd. They'll let you know. They'll let you know how it is. Brita filter that shit yeah. right yeah. through. Yes, they will. They will fucking charcoal. <laughs> send it through the charcoal fucking uh, filter. Um, it's true. They they'll let you know. So if you Real want, quick. if you're willing to do it around black people, like I had that joke where you say the n word, and I would go to Chocolate Sunday and Tripping on Tuesday, wow. and I would do it because like I'm not. How did it do? It would eventually do well, but up front they were like, "Oh, we fucking hate you." Oh, why are you but doing this I to did, us? I just did. I just because I'm like I'm not going to be dishonest about it. Right. Same way I check to see if I'm gay once a year. How gay porn? Just why? a diagnostic check. Just because if I'm straight, if I claim to be straight, let me make sure. Dude, so that once Catholic a year, school fucked you I'll up. check just to make sure if I'm saying I want to be honest, and also if I'm gay. The, my my whole thing just changed. Neil, check your prostate once a year. Not if you're gay. You would know. Why? How would I know? <laughs> you would prostate feel some... feels good for everybody. It's just a matter of is it? Do you build a lifestyle around it? No, no, no. I meant, <laughs> I meant check your prostate for cancer. I do that. I'm just saying that's the type of thing you check once a year that can sneak up on you, it's like disease and stuff. That Mental I don't health. care about. <laughs> Sexual preference. Bianca, what world are you living in where health is more important than sexual preference? It's everything. My God. It's identity. I mean, you're around a lot of guys. Do you ever feel a little... A little something? No, but I just want to make sure, like, maybe it's a... If I'm in by myself, pants around the yanks. So you just try to do it? I'll just look. Be like, nope, I don't like watching guys give blowjobs with a hat on. The guy sucking the dick wearing a hat, I don't like that. I... weird that you must check these things you have this kind of hard-lined i'm like, obsessed with fairness it, or no beyond that you really can't i think it's actually impossible for you to lie to yourself once you i mean like once you know something it seems like well this is the new normal this is what i, I literally to, there are eh, books whatever. that i've read where i go before i read this let me enjoy myself a little bit more that's what it seems like yeah. you give yourself punishment sentences you judge jury execute yourself for some fake morality like who cares if you're fake but it's what's the what what is this oh honey this is very real no i know it's real i mean who cares if you're not fully in touch with this if you're happy it doesn't matter why go find out something you because if i'm gay i want to know so i can go fuck guys (laughs) you know how much easier it is to fuck guys you know how much how many years I've wasted trying to fuck women. If I could cut my commute like <laughs> 90%. He's in Venice. Yeah. Cut Why 90% <laughs> of my Highland efforts Park. and time if I was fu- if I was gay. So it's about a convenience thing or do you it's wonder? It's just about am I gay? It's like every once in a while you go, is black licorice still gross? Yep. Thank you. Just had to, just took one bite and was like, yeah, still gross to me. But there's some people who've tried it once and never, ever have Yeah, and there's, yes. But what if your being gay is not discovered by some watching crappy porn? What if it's... You don't know how, if it's crappy. <laughs> you said there were hats. There were the guys wearing hats. Sometimes they wore like a bike, a bicycle rider's hat. <laughs> a dick sucking hat. You know how it is. <laughs> Anyways, well, I'm yeah, a lot so more about that's you. Mate. So anyhow, speaking of gay porn, <laughs> Kumail released. 
Kumail Nanjiani released a uh, topless, a thirsty shirtless, as he called it. Um, and uh, I, and then I tweeted afterward, and people thought I was serious. I go, "Who's your favorite comedian by body?" And uh, people literally answered like Whitney Cummings and Elias. Oh, Just Lord. like you're so Stop. dumb. Um, also, is he juicing? Probably. Um, uh, so then they put his picture on. Uh, he says he's not. I mean, you can. You just have to not. Everything has to be like. I mean, perfectly. That you is have to a lifestyle. Every of, single. You can't go on the road. Muscle. You gotta... No, you have to meal plan. You have to like. That's boiled chicken and broccoli. That's. I mean that with yeah, and you have to like. No salt. Uh, no also dehydrate. Like take. Yeah. For that, for to see every six pack and all that stuff, it's either probably juice. And um, and also, definitely no, like diuretics and. But that's also because one, it's hard, and two, it's no way to live. It's not sustainable. As a comic, I'm like, what? Well, he's barely a comic anymore. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, he's on some Marvel show. Yeah, that's what actually that guy Pierce said that when Marvel paid for the he Kumail wrote all like I had a trainer, I had right. uh, all this stuff, I had a diet, but chef, and it actually also points out how. When athletes aren't in shape that are rich, and you're like, dummy. Dude, just hire everyone. Yeah, that's why I was, I've had this conversation where I was talking to Paul George about this, where it's like, just don't smoke weed for 10 years. <laughs> that's all you have to do. Just don't fucking smoke weed for 10 years. And, you're, and then when you're done, you'll have $100 million. And you can smoke so much weed. Right. In the meantime, just... You can there's you have every advantage in the world and it will be jeopardized if you smoke weed. Just don't. Just drink. Is that what fucks up a lot of uh... it's it fuck the guys get suspended and guys get also guys play high, which is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Lots of them. Not lots of them, but some of them. I um, do not want to exercise if my high if I'm high at all. I don't want to move. I mean, I can't. That's not I'm maybe hey dear Neil, you're smoking the wrong shit. Stop it. It's all weed. Sativa. You gotta smoke the indica, bro. Um, so uh if he's married. I would be so concerned if my husband started working out and getting in a really nice body. I would be too. Like I would be what's like up? Yeah. I mean, he's doing it for I don't know why. I guess he did an action movie and he's so he wants to be like I don't oh. know, obliques like that. Yeah, I think you want to, I think, I think, uh, everyone who doesn't, everyone who's considered a nerd at some point Mm. wants to not be a nerd. And if someone's going to pay you to not be a nerd, someone's going to pay you and, and all you have to do is like do the diligent, do the the nerdy work (laughs) and they'll, he's a, he's, he's a nerd about his body. Um, and, but everybody's fucking vain. You see yourself on camera once and you're like, I have some changes. I have some notes <laughs> that I wanted to like I told you, I don't know if I said it on here. Yeah. You I did. did a pilot like five years ago. My bottom teeth were jagged. And I was like, I guess I gotta do Invisalign. I'm 40. Right. And I'm like, you know what? You know what's been holding me back? These three bottom jagged teeth. And that was from one show. Michelle Wolf, when I showed her a cut of her la- of her HBO special. 
said, don't cut to the right side of my face. It's like, dicey. so now do this you is think dicey that road. the people on the left side had a worse time? <laughs> but that's she only what sells being, right side tickets. No, I know. Being on camera does literally makes you insane. Yeah. So I'm not saying that's what happened here, but it's, yeah, you can't watch <laughs> yourself. Happened. You can't see a poster of yourself or a repeated promo or and not like like something happens go nuts a little bit um it's like when you have sex with someone go on (laughs) i think for women it's hard to you know some part of you likes them a little bit more they something about well i don't know where i got this from but i'm pretty sure when you fuck someone you kind of love them for a a few milliseconds Yeah, Yeah. yeah there we go and it's hard to not like completely disassociate the fact that you fucked that person. It re- being famous releases some chemical that makes you want to get a few things and a yeah, just like a mm, little touch. If it's I gonna just, be perfect. Oh, can just we do be... anything about this area? <laughs> um, and you want to Photoshop this and area that uh, this just a tuck. Just a um, tuck. So yeah, but yeah, I don't. I mean, people are also fucking vain. Seinfeld said something funny one time. He was saying something Once. about um we were talking about comics being self-doubting and mm. he goes, "Yeah, I don't buy that uh, whole I'm I'm self-doubting, so I'm going to drive a half an hour and make people listen to me." <laughs> it's like, "No, you're not that fucking if you believe that like you're the should be the only one on the microphone in a room, mm, that's not exactly I don't sense a lot of doubt there. You might be fearful that you want to be good, but you're not withering away. You're not scared. You're not any of that shit. That's so fucking true. Every comic I know that does that shtick of bummed out, sad comic uh, is very opinionated and true of their opinions. Sure. Very, very much so. And you're right. The fear of not living up to... Yeah, what there's narcissism, think. there's fear, there's the basic crowd fear. Right. But, but you're not like you don't doubt yourself on a level beyond. I mean, you yeah, it's like maybe maybe, but you know. Um Seinfeld's done it again. <laughs> this fucking Seinfeld. Okay, keep your eye on this guy Seinfeld cuz uh he's going places. We make content. All right. Well, you know what time it is? Yeah. It's time to check that email. You've got mail. Uh oh, hey gang. I appreciate Neil's just don't look like a dude rule for picking his females. <laughs> I like referring to women as his females. Uh and would like to propose an addendum. Quote, or my mom. I don't want Women to look like females or my mom. My no, Asian friend. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want women to look like males or guys or my mom. My Asian friend Tim never dates Asian girls because they remind him of his mom. <laughs> I've since realized that I myself have dated mostly outside my race. I'm a white. Um, and even since the white girls I've fucked <laughs> have been uh, phenotypically distinct from the ladies in my family, blonde, blue eyed, same. That's funny. Um, is there some kind of reverse Oedipus complex driving our fetishization of other races? Are 
creepy crackers with jungle fever just subconsciously trying to be extra sure they aren't <laughs> fucking their mom this time how beal feel and what ninky Bianca. <laughs> Um, love oh, Kim's Beale, friend. P.S. So I would like to see a show where both Beale and Tianka unbox presents wearing bikinis, so it's not sexist. I mean, we're we kind basically of, we did split it, it up today. We opened oh. presents in the last one, and this one we're in our skibs bikinis. Um, so um, I yeah, the Oedipus you... thing. Where are you on that? I mean, I love me some Freud. Sure. So. Greatest cokehead of our of all time. Yeah, actually, I went to the museum in Austria, and it's just his old apartment with all his journals. Yep, it's great, and the journals where he's on cocaine are fucking. They're just so they're strange. lit. They're lit. He goes from being like this is amazing and to just you know very what's crazy? Steadily Did down. you see that fucking guy? That guy gave me a fucking <laughs> weird look. Um, oh, it's so good. Uh, so I do think there's, I think there's some weird sexual attraction not to our parents but you know you notice like oh a girl always wants somebody similar yeah. to her dad and blah 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 i don't know about or to men redo though. it with a better outcome redo it or i think it's less the sexual physical attraction and more to feel as safe as maybe your dad made you feel or feel safe for the first time like your dad should have made you feel i think women like that safety Yes. Like, I got you no matter what. And you think the looks help that? I don't know if girls date. I feel like men date. I feel like that's a guy to a man looking yeah. for a Oedipus woman. Oedipus was, fucked his mom. There was right. no woman who fucked her dad. Right. In, but, in, I mean, I think women search for the Although security. I'm sure there was. I'm, ew. Ugh, yeah. I'm sure. I think women search for the security their father provides or wish they provided. And I think I'm men... looking for the raw sexuality that my mom's provided. Have you ever seen a photo of your mom and thought, "Oh, I've like dated someone she similar looks looking? like so and so"? There, I have dated like Irish girls with um, like dark hair, mm. like my mom, uh, and it always feels a little on the nose. Really. <laughs> But I like, like, my ultimate looks is, like, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. The okay. first, like, late 80s, yeah. late 70s, early 80s Wonder Woman. That, to me, is, like, that's it. That's the one. Um, so, um, it doesn't look like my mom, but she's got she's white with dark hair. So, I like white. I, like, I do like white women with dark hair in general. Right. But... I also like Asian women with dark hair. Right, I yeah. like, I like, yeah, I like them all. Bianca, let's face it. But I think it comes into play more when there's more childhood issues. If your dad wasn't in your life, a lot of girls date older guys, right? Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's edible. I don't know. I I don't. I've never avoided it because, like, I'm not dating a fucking Irish broad. <laughs> Get her out of my face. Like, if you're great looking, you're great looking. Right. Um, do so, you like them to have qualities that your mom has? I mean, I found my mom was passive aggressive and I found I I I whilst allergic to passive aggression, I also find myself in a lot of relationships with passive aggressive women that I dated and and I don't know if that's just a weird cuz you're aggressive. I know. Um I'm aggressive aggressive aggressive. Aggressive aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> um 
so I don't know. I don't know. That makes me and that would make me fucking so angry. <laughs> and and but yet I kept fi- and I don't know if that's just a female trait because women can't be aggressive aggressive. Yeah, they can. I'm all the way aggressive. Okay. I mean, I don't when I'm dating someone. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, like when I do when you're smaller than guys, so you can't really. Women have a hard time. You can't be so direct. Why not? Uh, because we're physically different. Because you're physically uh, inferior. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of fighting, you can make babies. No, that's, no, that's I know. Nothing. No, I don't. I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what does that have to do with the way my communication style with you? I, I'm lean. I and you, whenever there's an issue, I like if if I'm it's there's a difference between your mom and your dad. Yeah, like your mom. And the difference is your dad will whoop your ass. So your mom can just be like more passive aggressive, whereas your dad will be aggressive aggressive. So women use passive aggression a little more than men do, in my yeah, experience. I, I think I think you're totally right on that. But yeah. I do know I mean a relationship. I I don't I don't think that there aren't exce- of course. Like, but I'm saying I think women use passive aggression more than men do, and women use like inducement and like mm. Mm. Never seen a guy do them. Mm, I'm using my. You thing. haven't dated enough guys. <laughs> I'm using my thing to get a thing, and like, mm, um, <laughs> come on, all this, all you ever say is romance shit is just guys trying to fuck girls. That's right, it's, right. It's but the equivalent, right? But we're not. We're only doing it because you make us. <laughs> we don't want to do it. You do. Women do it to men. Because they want to do you that. don't we you know we don't want to have kids you know we don't want to get married you go, mm. marriage is a passive aggression instrument but maybe they don't want to be passive aggressive that's their only tool right because they have exactly they can't have no beat other them tool up. they can't be aggressive that's what which brings me to my point so like my mom is passive aggressive she's married to an alcoholic so of course what other the three right how what else to an alcoholic is management manipulation and martyrdom um so you you the manipulation part is like and then you're like i'm the only one do i see what i just fucking leave (laughs) leave leave goodbye um so good letter tim's friend um look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey (sighs) well That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You've got mail. I have to say, Neil, I watched your mattress commercial, and I don't understand why you're not into it. It's funny, of course. Uh, My only comment is that you could have used another partner to balance it out a bit. Uh, People can... Only takes so much of a man yelling in bed by himself. Give Bianca a big payday next time. Uh, love listening to you. I'm not not into it. I'm super into it. Maybe you, I don't know, maybe she thought your take on it when you talked about it was. Oh, no, no, no. I think it, I, I'm embarrassed by how much I like it, actually. Oh, okay. I'm like I mean, in, I knew that, but maybe it didn't come across. Yeah, like I thought it was great. Um, meaning like in terms of what it was and how it was funny. It was good jokes good jokes and i wore a hat and it was silly and it was hat like was so funny clear it was a burton ernie hat yeah it was, it was i was so clear funny. about it 
and uh, and I stand by it. And Binks got her cut. Oh, I got. And also I got a little thing. Um, and also, uh, you don't want to have me in bed with a chick. You know what I mean? Then it becomes like, all right, we got to fuck now. Goodbye. It could be a Bert and Ernie situation. Not necessarily me, but you could have two twins next to each other. Yeah, but twins. I don't know. The only value of twins is like, are they fucking? If it's a guy and a girl. There's no, and all, you don't want two news people in bed together. You don't, you don't, the guy's wrong. You don't want, you want a guy <laughs> okay. by himself. Particularly the what, what, what the premise was, which is sleepless nights. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Uh, Do this one. This is a long And it's about your shit. Hey, Don Nelio and Badonka. <laughs> I work with a lot of people in Manila and have spent the last five Decembers here. The picture attached is our karaoke Christmas party, the venue of which was dedicated, uh, decided. decided by company vote. Ta- uh, folks in Asia love them some karaoke. Question for Neil. The average Western guy uh, with a tiny bit of gold can easily live here like he is in some version of the winter circle. Do you think you could ever live in a place like Southeast Asia if you were a normal guy and not a Hollywood mogul? This guy gets it. I would, uh, uh, would you be more or less tempted to? Question for Bianca. I know you said your family has a place in the Philippines based on what you know. Do you think you could be, uh, you, could, you could be happy here or in a place like this? I always tell myself I will retire here. I love the chaos and unpredictability match with how hardworking and amazing people are. That being said, I always feel like if I moved here, I would be dead in a year from being hit by a bus. I'd drown on a typhoon or be electrocuted by many of the exposed wires in just about every building. There's always such craziness around every turn that something would be bound to happen. Uh, I would, I wanted, I, the part of me was like, I'm always looking for an exit strategy from Mm. America. And Hong Kong was looking good for a while. And then they now they had to go. Now they're fuck off, it off up. the chain. They're too far off the chain. But you think you could live? I think so. I mean, I love the climate. Mm. I love the climate. So nice. Um, yeah, and um, and like I said, don't want to go to Central or South America. Don't want to go to Miami. Don't want to go to the islands. Um, don't want to go to fucking North Africa. Like it's the right. in terms of climate stuff, it's the best. My climate. Uh, I don't know how removed I'd feel. From I, I, I like going there for a bit of removal. No, I've never lived outside of the states. Um, I like going there for a bit of removal, but I don't know if I'd feel completely. Um, if I'd feel isolated, too isolated. I've lived outside the country in a few countries: um, Panama, Austria, Germany, and. I spent a summer in Iran, which felt like a fucking eternity. But there was a, it's like a weird cycle you go through where you're really into it, you're really into it. And that, after a while, you do get a little fuck this country and this fucking Well, yeah, language. that thing of like, the uh, there are upsides and downsides to every place. The, the upside is climate, the, the, but then Duterte is popping motherfuckers. He's having people popped for drug possession. Murdered, yeah, and for smoking cigarettes. The level of corruption is insane in most countries. The bureau, the one thing you don't realize is how much fucking bureaucracy there is outside. Germany was great. Germany was way more of an efficient country than here. Same with Austria, so that was great. But Panama, I mean, legitimately, my mom had to send me papers to start doing my citizenship, 
And the address, I asked my aunt, I'm like, you know, Tia, what's what's your address? I got to put it on the FedEx. She's like, 4th Street, 3rd house on the right. I'm like, no, what's your actual address? She's like, the 4th Street down, yeah. four houses on the left. I'm like, that's your fucking address? Yeah, infrastructure is a big, <laughs> helpful thing. And if People you're used to it, it's, it's like, it's, once you're used to infrastructure, you're like, I'm... Like, I don't even really like being in New Orleans that much because there's not enough infrastructure. <laughs> like, it's like the big easy. Okay. I got to be somewhere. Right. So now what are we doing? Right. Like, no. Eh. It's I, this patience. You see people in other countries can just wait for hours for something because that's yeah. just how it is. Chappelle said it really well a long time ago. He goes, man, you leave America and shit gets real disorganized. <laughs> it's true. We were like in Italy and people park in Italy. Just they'll park on the side. They'll like run. They'll like ramp up the side of their car and like half it's on the building, half it's on the side. And you're just like, okay. And there's well, no. How about when the Italians just close down in the middle of the day yeah. for fucking siesta? Yep. Oh, like, this way this country's broke. What are you doing? Well, and they also, you can't say, every, even saying hello takes 25 minutes in Italy. <laughs> you can't. They're talking it over. They're talking everything over. I couldn't believe when things shut down. And I kept forgetting every day. I'm like, wait, no. And there's no! nothing, you have no recourse. Nothing there's you can nothing do. There's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. It's an aberration if you are open. Like, yeah. you're open? Oh, wow. What are you doing open? Like, hey, I don't know why. <laughs> Um, so I would like to find a better country, but like, I, I don't know what, it, I don't know what it is. Singapore was pretty cool. Well, the thing is, but Singapore, you can't smoke, chew gum. No, do you get caned like that guy? Yeah. Um, but what happens is we live here, all our shit's here. So we don't think. In the same way, damn, I want to get the fuck out of here. The same way as when you're in someone else's country and you're just like, ah, fuck it, I'm going back home. That that luxury to go back to where we're from, we don't have it here because this is where we're from. Yeah. So it feels different after a while. And when a string of things aren't working out, you can't get something, you can't get access yeah. to something, you start feeling real squeezed in those countries. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, I don't, again, I only go for, I mean, I go for a few weeks and then I'm like, all right, that'll do it. <laughs> Thank you, Singapore. I don't, it's you, also like getting, meeting girls, like James Acey says, like meeting girls in Hong Kong is black dude's hard. Like not speaking the language, just all that. Right. There's There are major inconveniences to like a quaint, it'll be fun. And it's like, yeah, the adventure, but the, there's got to be some settled normal life. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, I'll at Philippines, I am really worried about getting hit by a bus. Yeah, also honestly. everywhere else. When I was in Panama, I was in the backseat. I buckled my seatbelt. Everyone in the car was like, no, you don't need to. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like no, I know. The accident but isn't going to. Be yeah. like, well, that yeah, was well, voluntary. She, she didn't need to. They're like only in the front seats. I'm like. I know. I still want to yeah. be safe. I've seen your roads. There's holes everywhere. Yeah. And everyone was like. Uh, and then told the story how I buckled my seatbelt for two days to everyone. Around Trevor Noah was telling me that, fuck? like, in South Africa, there's no, like, there's just minivans that you get on mm. that, and then you're it's going that way. Dollar vans. Yeah, and then he's like, and every every single one of them, someone gets on with a chicken. 
<laughs> every and they will make you like hold cute. the chicken. Oh, that's cute. It's adorable. Yeah, but he said it's so crazy you wouldn't believe it. Have you ever rode a dollar van in New York? I mean, Gypsy Cab, like dollar yeah, kind, no, no. Like I mean, yes and no. Not for a while. Not since Uber. Yeah, there's just it's just it's everywhere. But he's safe. talking about like there's a bunch. There's it's an Uber share, whatever. It's a whatever. Oh, it's called. that's the transport. It's not yes. like a side. Yeah, hustle that's thing. not like eh, maybe no. That's it. That's it. Fuck and I was like, dude, you that. should do a special just about Africa. And he's like, people wouldn't believe it. Film it. You gotta do. It. I know. And he's like, where? What's filming? He's so African. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> he doesn't know it. Hold my chicken, Neil. Go ahead. Read. You've got uh, mail. Don't talk to me like that. Go ahead. Neil. Spit something. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It was. Neil, you told Bianca that Bilbo is the main character in Lord of the Rings in a very dismissive, mansplaining tone. That's what I did. You see uh, how I just said read? Yeah, I was like, okay. A uh, 49 minute mark on the last video. However, Bianca was right. She said Bilbo was in the beginning of the first movie, which is correct. After that, Bilbo's nephew, Frodo, is the main character of the trilogy, and Bilbo isn't seen until the very end of that movie, and, uh, the very end of the last movie. I think I speak for all my fellow nerd feelers when I say, I want justice for Bianca. Play the song, Will. such a good song i will never apologize <laughs> you fucking better <laughs> you leave you bitch you look at me <laughs> you bitch you bitch um yeah uh yeah i saw one of them and they, well, i didn't like it it was called the fellowship of the rings and the problem was there was no fellowship they were mean they, they were no there were a bunch of fucking soldiers of fortune but this doesn't sound like an apology it's it i mean this is what a neil brennan Qualified apology. Yes, I'm sorry, Bianca. Bilbo and Frodo are different people, and um, and Bilbo. He have... was at the beginning when he I don't know. wanted the ring. That's all yeah. I remember. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm really <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm really vote. sorry. Thank you for um, having me. And back. you just wasted an apology on that garbage. Goodbye. You're only getting three more honey, a fucking quota? for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay. And you threw it away on some on some Lord of the Rings it was worth fucking it. Tolkien bullshit. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. I'm a man in a marriage with a woman that I wouldn't call sexless Oof. or a uh, dead bedroom, but it's not too far off. The problem stems from two things. A mismatched libido, which I don't qualify as that big a deal, especially now that I'm in my 40s. I can deal with that. A uh, Two, a fairly vanilla, unimaginative lover. Dan Savage once said that to be a good sex partner, you need to be GGG. Uh, good, giving, and game. I'd say she's good. That's it. She's not into turning me on. She doesn't have any kinks that I can exploit. I don't like the term exploit. Um, doesn't want to foreplay or dress up. All right. Dress up. I mean, come on. Uh, her idea of foreplay is starting off with her giving a back rub, and I swear to God, I'm so fucking tired of rubbing her back and giving massages. Years of back rubs over it. I don't like back Ooh, rubs. I, as a, I'll explain. This is um, this is so funny. Give me a back rub to supplement <laughs> all. <laughs> you want? Hey, you want to give me a back rub? It's like, hey, you want to fucking mow the lawn? Right. And then, fuck then me? I'll fuck to supplement you. all this, I've developed a pretty deep pornography addiction. 
It hasn't taken over my life. I'm not spending thousands on cam girls or anything, but whenever I have a free few minutes, I'm scrolling through Instagram sex workers or watching lots of Pornhub.com videos. Um, I've also, I've always justified this to myself as keeping an active sexual lifestyle. It's just not that with my partner. <laughs> um, it's just not with my partner. Uh, lately, I'm thinking that the addiction isn't healthy. Frankly, I'm getting bored of the porn and my own hand. Plus, I think it's preventing me from tackling my marriage's problems with sex. Um, I'd love to hear your feels on breaking porn addiction. It's easy, fun, but I think it's starting to warp my mind and possibly hum my marriage. Oh, Bankers, go. Well, this is what you got to do. Um, you know, y- here's the deal. If whatever you're into, whatever it is, you got to be with someone who's in, who's going to be able to satisfy you. If you're with someone who doesn't satisfy you sexually, you're either going to cheat or That's get a That's not of really you. fixable. What? I mean, I, somebody... No, I'm saying don't... don't get you it from jump. It's got to be... You can't... Let's say you're dating someone. Let's say you bumped your head and all of a sudden you were down to get married. Yeah. And you were dating I'll a girl. I said flip mode is the greatest. I got to get married. <laughs> um, so... Uh, if you were dating someone that you really liked, but she like didn't want to give you a head, and let's say you fucking love getting blowjobs. Hypothetically. Yeah. In a Strange. crazy world. Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't work in the long run. No. And also, give me a back rub. <laughs> so great. I don't like when people go, when hey, women hey. offer me a back rub, I'm like, no, I don't well, want you to really work good. for me. I, I'd rather go to a massage. Like, yeah. I'd get a masseuse. I don't yeah. want you to, like... It's like I said, like, you mow my lawn. Hey, you want to... So funny. Yeah, you want to do my dishes? And then I'll fuck you? It turns me on for you to work for me. It's like, no, just... Let's... Just, shit, we can... I'm not going to... Uh, nobody works for either, but... For anybody. Right. And that goes for me, too. No one works for me. Um, <laughs> I don't... In terms of porn addiction, I don't know. I don't know what I it I think the addiction would be if it's harming your life. I don't know I don't know what I would suggest you do to improve this shit with your wife. You got to be honest with her be like this is not working. Yeah. Have an open relationship or sexually what are we going like at sexually. a certain point from what I understand men are always horny and women's and their horniness goes down gradually mm. and women's horniness kind of plummets. Goes up. Well, not in marriages. Marriage, I'm talking about. Mm. Um, and the, it plummets. So, but they never go, hey, it's the agreement. It's like, you know, we used to fuck four times a week or whatever right. whatever your frequency is. Um, and now it's like once every two weeks. Eh. Yeah. And I can only fuck you and you don't want to fuck me. What do you want me to do here? Right. Um, I can masturbate. Yes. And you can write in a journal. It's like if a guy says, no, I'm not available to talk to you. I'm not available. Right. Write in a journal. Write in a journal. Fucking write in a journal. Like, right. No. You you said the yes, agreement you, was yeah. I'd emotionally support you and you'd have sex with me. If, if you know, if I'm, if you no longer want to have sex with me and so do I stop? It's, it's like if this- once you've agreed, you've agreed. And I don't think that. Porn is a substitute, and I'm really loving my journal metaphor. Um, good metaphor. Thanks. I believe she was always unimaginative. 
That's fine. I don't think that you can make someone be more or differently sexual than they are in terms of sexual taste. I mean, you can really? go, hey, you want to try this? Unlock and then the freak. You're going to lock a freak, which you're, that's your whole MO on here. No, it is not. Freak, oh, the freak locker. <laughs> to get you out the freak locker. Um, but... Freak. <laughs> um, that visual is so funny to me. Uh, yeah, so... I, I, I think the I, marriage is coming to a change. And? Change. A different, they're going to consciously uncouple? <laughs> You guys are headed for a new normal. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't. This is why I'm not crazy about marriage because it doesn't work, and then you just feel awful. Yeah, and like his dick is serving a fucking life sentence over there. Yeah, you're no, right, no, no. and I'm not going to visit it. And you're not going to visit him. I will not be. <laughs> Give him a pep Working on rehab. I'm not going to say that. I get it because sometimes my dick's in in a life sentence. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, so I get it. You've got uh, mail. What's up, Neil and Bianca? What's up? I want to first say thank you for the Champs podcast. I listened to every episode at least four times. I was am working a shitty job, so these episodes really got me through the 50 to 60 hours a week of staring at a machine, and I do the same with the podcast now. I recently oh. heard Andre Three Stackies mm. on Rick Rubin podcast um, and explain how he isn't confident in making music and how the success only made him more miserable. He makes reference of how in childhood when we were playing with our toys, we go off into this world, but when mom calls us, we come back to reality. Um, uh, he compares it to music and says he no longer can get to that world. I can't imagine your peers and uh, I can't... Getting to the getting. highest level... I can't imagine. Oh, getting to the highest level and getting all the accolades, money and respect from your peers and then quitting. Question for both y'all. Do you want... To wait till you're uh, old to create your magnum opus, best work. And second question, would you want to perfect your craft to the point that you don't want to do it anymore? Neil, you're one of my favorite comedians out now. Funny as hell. Def going to come to a show in Chicago or Indianapolis. Bianca, you fine as hell. P.S. I don't know proper email etiquette. I once said, I bet, in a corporate email. <laughs> and things have been pretty awkward since. <laughs> That's the um, best part of his email. Um, I bet. <laughs> uh, Andre, in my understanding, Andre has like social anxiety from what I understand. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, in terms of like peaking and then worrying and all that shit, that to me is just a matter of being allowing yourself to be imperfect or allowing yourself to just like let it rip mm. like because at a certain point i get if you don't like if you're like this is bullshit like this these these rhymes are bullshit yeah like this is some bullshit i don't want to do it anymore i get that yeah. that's absolutely fair but if you get to a point of success and you become crippled by living up to it um what is that that's not fun that's also you just have i used to like okay so i'm doing another theatrical stand-up show is it going to be as good as three mics i don't fucking know i hope so maybe it won't be but you're if it's not doing it yeah if it's not i'm not going to throw myself off the bridge i'll take pills okay 
Um, I'm not going to throw myself off a bridge. It's like, yeah, man. I, okay. That's just what came out of the hole. That's what I, it came out of the inspiration hole. I molded it into this thing. This is it. Hope you guys like it. You're not gonna, you know, no one's on top forever. No one's purely inspired forever. Uh, if you, it's like Stevie Wonder doesn't really make new music very much. Yeah. He was perfectly, he had a, he had a direct line to God himself between 1975 and between 73 and 78. Okay. Bob Dylan gave an interview one time and he's like, yeah, I can't, I wrote blown in the wind in 45 minutes. I can't do that anymore. Right. And they're like, any, and, and the guy kind of, and he's like, yeah, I can do other shit now. You just can't judge yourself against your absolute best. And in terms of fun, that will ruin the fun. Compa- like, like paralysis, like uh, 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 perfectionism, per- mm. paralysis will ruin the fun. So you just have to take every, to me, you have to take every idea on its own and like yeah. go, all right, that's the idea. That's the sketch. Is it going to be as good as Rick James? Probably not. <laughs> but that's the idea. I'd like to write that in as creative and, uh, integrated way Keith's snoring over there <laughs> look Keith doesn't like when I'm pontificating <laughs> about art um and uh so yeah I don't know I like but I yeah Andre y- I don't know what he should do if he doesn't like it don't do it or I mean you can just you wouldn't put out something that was shitty if you really were like this is not good yeah just you would sit just on be like, it. sit on it, figure yeah. it out, rework it. I also think there's some weird. Feels like he has a complex. He's a weird dude. Uh, He's he, a weird dude, really? and it was made weirder and was made weirder by fame. Mm. That's my. That would be my my estimation of Andre. Yeah, I think he's like a real introvert, and is like a is like a sad poet. Not even sad. He's a got a real tender spirit. Didn't you see he was playing Yeah, he's a, flute? a real tender, idiosyncratic, really unique guy. Mm. And it's not for everybody. It's not like the world isn't for everybody. Yeah. Especially when you're built like that. Like it's built more for like Drake who sees it as like Money. a game and yeah. accomplishments and not stacking and da ba da 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 bitches and um, texting teenagers and all that. Like... <laughs> that's it's more built for capitalism and andre doesn't he's like a true artist yeah he's just an artist he's literally like a like a blowing in the wind like like he's like a wisp of a and that's what's great about him and if he doesn't want to release records cool does he need to he's on james's rack he's on james blake album it's great He's amazing. Goodbye. Uh, so there. You've got mail. Uh, hey, Banks and Neil. I'm a brand new feeler and decided to go back and watch all your episodes from the very beginning. I just listened wow. to the Homie Hopper episode and immediately felt some type of way. Uh-oh. I'm 30-year-old female. I'm currently dating a guy who's one of my ex's friends. The ex broke up with me about five years ago, and we would occasionally hook up on the super low for a little bit. Uh, he now lives in a different state, and I never had too much contact with any of his friends post-breakup. About a year ago, I started randomly bumping into one of his friends at local bars, and eventually we decided to meet up on purpose. 
things started to get pretty serious between us, and we decided to date exclusively. Neither one of us had told my ex that we were dating, uh, and quite frankly, I don't give a fuck if he knows, but they are still good friends and still keep in touch. Eventually, he'll find out, whatever. So my question to you guys are, am I a homie hopper? Is there a rule for how much time should pass after breakup before you can hook up with your ex's friends? Is it really that big a deal? Please, thinky me how you feel. Love you guys. <laughs> Keep up the great work. I love uh, that that's a uh, Yeah, no, she's a homie hopper. But. Yeah, I but I don't think severe. that I see to me a homie hopper is someone who the click is still intact and still hangs out and drinks 40s. Oh, no, Lord. I really see it as like they still get together. They said they're still good friends. They're friends, but they don't see each other. But they're still friends. If they weren't friends, if everyone fell out, that's less of a homie hopper. But they are still very good I, friends. I'm, I think he should tell. I think it's up to the guy to tell him. Because if, if, yeah, sure if she doesn't to talk guy. to him, no, it's not up to she's her not going to fucking get in touch. So, But... I have a, a lot of good friends that I don't live around and have almost never lived around. Yeah. I've only lived around for a sliver of time and we'd stay friends. Very good friends where just because we're not, you know, on the stoop drinking 40s, doesn't I would be fucking pissed. Yeah, I, I used to get, I used to be more possessive and weird about it. But me and Kevin Christie have both homie hopped. I think I knew that. With each other, yeah. Um, so one time though, twice, twice, yeah. <laughs> we reversed. We, we, I, he was he dated a girl and broke up with her, and then I started dating her, and then I dated a girl, and we barely dated, but we're like, and and then, and as when we were together, I thought he would he would love this girl. Would you guys maybe go out for the same role? Well, that's what I don't like, realize is yes. Yeah, you guys would. are actually similar. Can you bring a picture of Kevin Christie up? <laughs> Kevin, uh, K-E-V-I-N, Christie, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y. He's a more round face to you. Yeah. That's not not he, me. He has a glasses. Whoa, he's so young there. Glasses and beard, yeah. Yeah, that one to the left looks kind of like, oh my God, he's so young there. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah. So Kevin we've homie great. That's a, well, I here's the thing. I think guys, once they're over it and they already hit it and there's no emotions there, I think they feel, I don't care. It's all good. Well, there's an ego thing. I it's don't want like, you, literally, you know what it comes down to for guys? I don't want you talking about my dick. Yeah, but if someone, I feel like a girl would be verbally more uncomfortable then a guy would be like, yeah, you two do whatever. I don't give a fuck, even if he gives a fuck. I think a guy would never admit it. Oh, a guy wouldn't admit it. You're absolutely Whereas right. Whereas a girl would be like, what the fuck, you bitch? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he, the guy, he should tell his friend. And I they think might he, not be friends, I think he read, though. I, nah, well. No, they'll be friends on a certain level, but I think he'll feel some sort of way. Well, he should do the thing where he says, hey, would you mind if I dated her in the future? Traps and then he her. goes like, yeah. And then he's like, joke's on you, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> the future was five years ago. Um, so <laughs> I get, I don't think you're a homie hopper because I think that the group has to regularly meet and you have to like, he has to know you through him. She knows him through, she knows him through her ex. 
I think it's innocent. Oh, no, I don't think it's as If you bump sorry. into the person, that's the other thing is you don't want snakes in the grass. You don't want barracudas hanging out. Like, you want fucking, if they bumped into each other and were like, oh, hey, oh. Baby homie uh, hopper. It's like a light homie hopper Yeah, light. homie hopper light. Homie hobby junior. Goodbye. <laughs> You've got um, mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. I'm 38-year-old Asian male in LA, and I've been online dating for the last year and a half. I have no preference in race. So I'd think my pool of women would be much larger than if I did have a preference. I'm finding out that I'm only attracting black women. I know about the dating hierarchy, how white males are at the top and Asian males are at the bottom and white Asian females are at the top and black females are at the bottom. So this makes some sense. Let me also preface this by saying that I'm not the best looking guy, but I'm also that not that bad. I'd say a 7.5. That's good looking yeah my question is do you think uh i get more play from those this is why you can't trust reviews because he got guy gave him he tried to review himself it's like you're biased buddy yeah you don't want to send a photo we'll tell you what you are yeah we'll tell you straight up (laughs) i dare you my question is do you think i get more play from these black girls because they're dating because the dating hierarchy do they only resort to dating an Asian guy because they have a harder time dating up in the totem pole? Meaning if there was an equivalent looking white or black guy, would they date them instead? I'm not mad if this is the case uh, since I <laughs> reap the benefits from it. I'm also not trying to be self-deprecating. I'm just curious about dating and race. I enjoy dating black women, not to generalize, but I find we have a lot in common such as hip-hop, music, and culture. Uh, they are also generally no more about current events than the Asian girls I've dated. I'm guessing... Uh, this is probably because laws and governance affect them more than non-black people. Um, this seems like more of a question for Bianca for obvious reasons. You motherfucker. <laughs> but I, it'd be great to hear Neil's opinion. Don't fucking you do too, me You too, Neil. Buddy. No, no, no. You're, no, 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 no. Neil, you should say something no, also really, at the it'd end. it would be great. Um, I definitely don't think it's because they're resorting. There's not a lot of black girls yeah, dating Asian don't guys. Think, yeah. I don't think it's a resort thing. No, there's. I don't know very many black girls with Asian men. I don't either. So no, I think he probably just is like a swaggy Filipino or something. <clears throat> hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop and current events sounds like Filipino. It sounds to me. Chinese Filipino. Ch- yeah, some. I'll tell you what he's not. But, he's not Japanese. No. He's not uh, Korean. Absolutely not. Not maybe Taiwanese, but probably not. Probably not. Um, he, he, you know, black girls like me because I like hip hop. He's courting the, he's a, he's a, wi- a wiggy. He's a probably, a, he has some light wiggy tendencies. Um, and black girls respond. Yeah. You're like, yeah, whatever. Like, he's you're not, swag. you're going to get oh, it. Swag. Swag. Uh, yeah. I don't also, if you're a 7.5, you're probably just, like you claim you are, white girls would like you. Um, <laughs> Is that why and you're... Asian girls would like you too, if you are who you say you are. But also, you made this point before how black women are. Some black women will say, "I don't date white guys, but I date him." Yeah, I date the one good looking. So one. this might he might just be very good looking, right? So that's but why what he's, then? Where are the he might maybe check your preferences? It's on like, the oh, app? yeah, like <laughs> reset. Yeah, like reset what are you, what's your mileage? Uh, what's your radius? There's like go go through your preference, sir. Well, I'm gonna ask hood. you to turn it off and on. He's in Watson only. Yeah, put, like, I'm gonna ask 5. you to delete the file and and uh, <laughs> uninstall. Uh, re-download. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't. The I like the idea that 
black girls are more informed than Asian girls. Where my head went, where my racist head went was the Asian girls are just worried about the news and their family. <laughs> like my uncle and aunt are getting divorced. Um, it's kind of racist. Do we have time um, for one more? And uh, so I just take it. I don't know. You don't, you're never going to know why girls like you. Doesn't matter. Great. You're never going to know. But every Asian guy really wants to fuck a white girl. Deep down. Of course. And, and they the never surface. will. <laughs> that's, that's or they take I'm... like... No, that's mean. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Hit it. You've got mail. Hi, guys. Uh, that was how you say Hi, guys. I was into a guy and he was a virgin. If I was into a guy. Oh, just joking. Hi, guys. If I was into a guy and he was a virgin, I would 100% be okay with it. My only rule would be that we'd have to communicate and he'd have to take direction without getting upset. I would love to be his first and have him relish in the experience with me. Bottom line, most men, women ex uh, experienced or not should ask what the other person likes and should be able to give and take feedback. Love you both. She really likes it more than I would. She wants to freak. She wants. She wants freak, freak locker. She really likes. She has people stuck in the freak locker. You will. Oh, oh, you in the freak locker, huh? <laughs> I just. Um, it's funny that she said what. I would love being his first and have him relish in the experience with me. <laughs> I love uh, this lady. Yeah, I don't. I think the takeaway from this is people should tell each other what you like. Without shame or 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 uh, embarrassment in the slightest. Yeah, but I think I don't. Every vagina is different. If I'm going too hard, to, some girls need to get their clits fucking mashed. Ew! Ouch! Ma -ma -ma no. Mashed. Monster yes, mash? Bianca. Monster mash. <laughs> like mashed. Like to the point where you're like, God damn. Some girls don't. I don't know uh, until hurts. I'm doing it. There's no indication ahead of time. You Tiny girls have needed to get mashed. Bigger. It's like ev everybody's different. Here's the thing. I'm sens sensitive. Uh huh. And when I've informed my partner, some people get frustrated. I'm like, no, no, too hard, too hard. Stop. Too much. Why? Like, it's easier if you don't to go. Yeah. Home. Back it up. No, yeah. people get very. Some some people, I've been told I I know what I'm doing. I'm like, no, did you get yeah, your fire the poker? There's no, there's you don't. It's they're not. It's not one size fits all. They're all different. But I'm saying, uh, a lot did of did they do know what they were doing? They didn't. No, right? it's a fire poker tongue. Like get away from me. But people have egos when you tell them about what you're doing in sex. Sometimes you, I don't think so. But some people, it's like. I know what I'm doing. Don't tell me. Don't give me notes. Yeah. You know, some people aren't open to notes. I That's the one area where I'm very open to notes. Because <laughs> it's a mystery. That's so funny. That's the one it, Because <laughs> I am trying directly to please you. Right. Everything in my life, I'm not trying to please you. I'm trying to please me. <laughs> um, uh, that is so So true. I am, I'm not looking for notes in just like what my behavior because I don't mm. care. But if I'm doing something for you, it's like, what do you want for Christmas? Tell me and I'll do it. I'm not yeah. going to be like, mm, let me see. No. <laughs> Goodbye. Not, why do that? You're just creating garbage. You've got mail. Hey, Neil Bianca. In a recent episode, you had a viewer ask how you felt about the backlash against Michael Vick being named a captain for the Pro Bowl. 
Neil, while I don't always agree with your opinions, I appreciate that your views are generally well-supported and thought out. However, your explanation that people are in part this upset because he's black seems straight up lazy to me, which is, uh, now you're stereotyping me. Um, uh, Sir, don't use black and lazy in the same sentence. I get that our society discriminates against black people, not arguing that. However, <laughs> you are though. <laughs> However, in this case, I don't think it's about race. I think it's about the fact that he's a straight up asshole. He did some pretty fucked up things, and uh, I think it's unreason. I think it's reasonable that people don't want to see more of someone who violently tortured and killed dogs. There were a huge amount of graphic images and details that were released to the public about his crimes, including a documentary that showed many of the dogs he abused and they, that are now living happily ever after. So I saw the documentary. Perhaps the publicity around the crimes. It, uh, his crimes is instead the reason for people's lack of forgiveness toward him. The rest of your thoughts about this, how some people care more about animals than people, seem thought out, but I genuinely don't understand how this is a race issue. Do you really think people would be treating him differently if he was white? And do you think that the huge amount of publicity around his crimes could be the reason for the backlash instead? Sorry for insulting you. You didn't insult me, uh, sir. Uh, and he said, I genuinely enjoy the podcast. All right, white people. Get him, Neil. The thing about racism is you don't think it's racist when you're right. Ra- you don't. It's it in worked. the fucking air. It's in our bias. It's in every fucking. It's why critics can't. It's again, people take a personal bias and make it law. Mm. It's like, no, motherfucker. You, the black people, you know, walk crazy and are always purple because you only see black people on the news. Like. Or whatever the whatever the example is, it is racism. I don't have a direct one to one thing. Right. There was not a white football player who tortured dogs um, that people are fine with. Um, if he's suggesting that it's more about the amount of publicity it got, I think that's in play. But I think if a white guy had done it, it wouldn't be as much publicity, and um, it would and it would have been forgiven sooner. And my example would be the legal system and uh, people with black names not getting callbacks for jobs. The amount of education you need to get as a black person to um, to uh, like black people with with degrees make the same amount of money as white college dropouts, white high school dropouts. Sorry. Um, the, the again, this is all racism, sir. This is nothing. This is not like, oh, man, are you sure? No, yeah. I'm sure. There's systemic racism. Anytime a black person is being judged, you cannot decouple their black skinnedness from it. You can't. You, it's impossible. I have and a, vice versa. I, have a, I, I think I might have a similar example that works in our favor. Um, hmm. Marv Albert. Yeah, bit had women. Bit women. And, Again, this was 15 years ago, and yeah, yeah, right. But it had a lot of publicity when yes. it happened, and there was late night jokes about it. Yep. Everyone knew. I, I remember the reason why I thought about this is because there was a Clippers game on, and I remember asking my friend who's who's that announcer's voice because it sounded really familiar. Yeah, he said it was Marv Albert. I'm like, and I said the guy who bit women. Yeah, that same guy. And we, I looked it up, and he got fired. He For had a to year do. And a half. Yeah, he went to jail because one of the or he had probation. I don't or something. think he went to jail. Something happened legally. 
Yeah. Oh no, no, he got yeah, he was like, went to court and yeah, all and that the whole stuff. Thing, yeah. yeah. And didn't get a job for four years. And now if and again, that was in a different era. If that happened now, I think he'd be donezo forever. Yeah. But it's still the same guy. I mean I have a better example. I'm just saying he's no one talks about it. Okay, you go. David Letterman. What'd he do? He cheated on his wife. Raped he what had sex it? with his, a lot of the staff. He didn't rape though. I shouldn't say rape. Him. Don't say rape. He had sex with a. Remember I thought had... of a funny rape joke yesterday, which wow. is wow. <laughs> um, they, I'll never be able to do it on stage. But okay, go. Rape. I think rape would feel a little a a lot less awful if you pronounced it rape. <laughs> um, hello, I rape. was, and he raped me. It's more fun. Um, so he came forward, has said he had sex with the staff, and no one cared, and then he got a Netflix show. But didn't, was that when he had to apologize publicly? Was that part of that whole thing? Yeah, but. On so behalf of his wife? Michael Vick fucking did time. Michael Vick paid back. He fucking, Michael Vick saved, like, did everything Talk right. about rehabilitation. Yes, he actually did rehab and act and works on behalf of dogs, all this stuff. And yes, is there a, a lot of video on the street against him? There is. But I promise you, if he was white, it would people would be more. It would be a story of redemption. It's just weird, you know, when a, any, a certain race or sec, whatever, if a straight person or whatever mm -hmm. a certain race person says something egregious or um, offensive to one group, they go, they go to the headquarters of whatever advocacy yep. group. They do a photo op. Yep. They go to a Jewish, you know, yep. like a temple, and they do yep. photo ops and blah blah yep. blah. And all is kind of forgiven. Yes. We literally excuse bad behavior from celebrities if it happened when they were young. Yeah. Oh, that was before. That was right when they were fifteen. It's still, even though it was on Twitter, still. But somehow Michael Vick can't just exonerate himself from the this. guy did he, actual time it's not he did he was ostracized from the right. court of public opinion he was fined a lot of money and i mean he had to pay a lot to some i can't remember who he had to pay he had to pay like 10 million bucks um Damn. and and that might have been taxed and he also can't own a dog ever yeah like a weird rule he could, they said you can own a fuckload of birds though which i think is weird. <laughs> that's in that's Bird the fights. exact language um <laughs> So, it's sir, if you're ever wondering if there's a discrimination case, or if there's a, why are they treating this black guy, sir? It, race is impossible to decouple from it. Well, and he kind of proved it, because he's like, this is not, this is the one time yeah. where it's not racist, yeah. Neil. It's like, and it's so yeah, racist. Buddy, it's always racist. If race is involved... Black men are never given the benefit of the doubt. Maybe in a rap battle, <laughs> Ooh, in a rap battle, sure. or or a like a no, the white guys sort of, at a disadvantage. Some sort of athletic event where you'll go. I'm giving the I'm going to give the black guy the benefit of the doubt. Hundred <laughs> percent. The anything else, it you're not being given the benefit. And of the you doubt. don't see it. I remember I watched this documentary that um, had all this old footage of around civil rights movement and they were in the south during jim crow and they interviewed all these i think probably very nice white people and they, i and everybody's opinion was the same they are complaining their side isn't that bad yeah. they they have the same thing we're equal 
There's no reason to complain. It goes back to something the great philosopher Bianca once said. It would hurt white people as just as badly to say the system is rigged as it would to say black people are <laughs> inferior. You, by admitting that Michael Vick's the victim of racism, then you got to do something. <laughs> but if you come, not this time. No, this no time. dude. It's a fucking never ending problem. And it will, it, it's infinite. It's not going to stop. And yeah. just admit it. Just go, yeah, it's, this is fucking racism. Fucking racism. It's like the fact that, you know, they get mad at NBA players for, uh, I was talking to Paul George about this, about, about uh, they get mad that they're like controlling their destiny, where it's like, they get mad at them, but it's like, so you'd rather white people buy and sell me? <laughs> yeah. You're more, they, and that's what it is. They're more comfortable with white people buying and selling them because there's like this, this hero worship of billionaires and hero worship of power. And they go like, well, they know, but they don't know best. Yeah. They don't. That's just what they wanted to do. So, um, it's, it, it's all, it, anytime there's a different skinned colored people, there will be racism involved and there's nothing we can do about it he has spoken okay. um guys fucking have an amazing new year's guys oh this God. is your year do the thing you always wanted to do what Kill are your yourself. resolutions neil <laughs> what's on your bucket list is suicide on there knock it do off it. Um, um all right uh thanks for thanks for joining us this is a what a special thing we're building here. Goodbye. How you